Dang, what was my song? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. I'm, I'm keeping it just like that, too, by the way. Like, I'm going to start it with, dang, what is my song? <laughs> whoa, whoa. do that for i don't know maybe we just <laughs> <laughs> it do feel like he'd be singing it for a good grip though he do. but listen it gives us just enough time to get our steps in order because mm. we already know the electric slide is coming i already so. know the electric slide is coming also we already know what's coming next it's your boy anthony wright and it's your girl angelica smith welcome to another episode of the pan fry podcast a podcast where we will discuss all things pan acpa and higher education um, let's go it's tight convention i, I went on the website today because uh i just um registered for convention y'all quick update i'm out here attending you know pay that smooth uh i don't even know if it's a late fee it's an on-time fee because you know mm, it's like, very late uh but i paid that party to the party <laughs> and uh and i'm going but on the bottom of the of the registration it had a little countdown it's only 33 days left to convention that's crazy Zing. that's true crazy. You think Trump going to open up this government within the next 30, fully within the next 33 days? Uh, I feel like he has to. Let me tell you something. I don't know if I'm getting on a plane. <laughs> and, these, and these TSA air and air traffic controllers getting paid $0.00. You seen that, uh, that article that somebody uh, snuck a gun, or not snuck, because yeah. past security with they a just, gun in Delta Airlines? They just walked up in there on Delta. I said, wow, Southwest would never, but that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, for those of you new to the podcast, welcome. Um, this podcast is a a supplemental tool that uh, we here in the Pan-African Network use to disseminate information to the masses. And so yeah. um, if you are following us on our social media accounts, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, you know, cool. But this is also nice for you to, you know, get some more information. In addition to our newsletter, which y'all can also um, get access to by getting on our um, newsletter mailing list. And you get to spend some time with us. Which Quality is time. Cool. I think it's pretty cool. So if you're new um, to PAN or ACPA or just the podcast in general, we always do an introduction of what PAN is for people to stay refreshed and make sure mm. you know what's going on. Stay refreshed so, and stay abreast. <laughs> somebody come get me. <laughs> <laughs> can't do this it's been a long day <laughs> okay so the purpose of pan um is to we are a network within the coalition of multicultural affairs for acpa um and so we gather within the organization share knowledge network with one another um serve whether that be for convention or within the community um in this case both and socialize and just get to know each other and um have a good time as a big old pan fam the mission statement of PAN is to provide programs and resources that service the needs of ACPA members who identify with and support the causes of the Pan-African community. And we do that through six core values. What are um, they? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> they are educational leadership, collaboration, fellowship, advocacy, professional development, and mentoring. Mm. So what special. you got to say, Anthony? Right. <laughs> I'm saying, it's something special, you know what I'm saying? I knew it was it, coming. Every time, every time, you know, it just does something to the soul. Hey, you remember that song um, that Justin Timberlake and 50 Cent had? It I, came out in like 2007. Justin Timberlake and 50 Cent, I feel like. In the beginning, 50 Cent was like, something special. 
Oh, what was that? Do song? you remember that? Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure it's in my iTunes. I'm gonna have to pull it up. Pull it up for next time. For sure. Um, but all right, cool. When we come back, we're gonna get y'all up to date on what's cooking with ACPA and the Pan African Network. All right, diving right back in. We about to get into what's cooking in ACPA. Been cooking with the sauce, Chef Curry with the pot. Been cooking with the sauce, Chef Curry with the pot. Been cooking with the sauce, Chef Curry with the pot. Been cooking with the sauce, Chef Curry with the pot. Starting with some cool things that are coming up, specifically with the the next generation of higher education and student affairs practitioners. Um, So if you know a fantastic student leader that will benefit from coming to ACPA, invite them to Next Gen. Um, ACPA 19's Next Generation Conference, generally referred to as Next Gen, will take place Saturday and Sunday, the 2nd and 3rd of March 2019, immediately before ACPA, um, their annual convention in Boston. Um, This year, Next Gen will also continue into ACPA's annual convention. Um, ACPA 19 annual convention serves to center who we are and how we connect with one another and community, create space for deep engagement, reflection, and story sharing while balancing the need to celebrate us and have some fun and call us to action to better ourselves and communities around the world. So I think that's, it's all good things. I mean, like it's ACPA, but it's ACPA specifically for the young guns, for the, for the, for the young hitters, for the, for the youth. Mm -hmm. I feel like oh, yeah. I feel like uh, I feel like ACPA is like some kind of like like a church, and then like you got the youth ministry, oh. <laughs> and they trying to bring the youth ministry in. It's like how on uh, on New oh. Year's, oh, like no. you would have like the little the youth service, and then they would bring yes. them into the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like some reflection. I feel like this is what next gen is. It's See, the youth I was ministry. thinking. I was thinking more about the fact that, like, we're about to be the ones planning our family reunions. Mm. Like, we had to get that information so we can continue the legacy. But um, church, that's, too. <laughs> that's applicable, too. That's applicable. Um, Next Gen is a unique <laughs> opportunity for approximately 125 undergraduate students from across the world to learn about ACPA, graduate preparation, <laughs> functional areas, and trends in student affairs and higher education. Uh, This conference is an opportunity for the next generation of student affairs and higher education educators to meet and learn from current graduate preparation program faculty, next-gen alumni, and professionals with a variety of personal and professional experiences and identities from diverse institutional types and positions. Not only is next-gen a great way to learn more about student affairs as a profession, but it provides an opportunity to reflect on the intersections of your personal and professional identities so that you can begin identifying a meaningful career path for your sh- for yourself. I can't stress the importance of I don't know. It's it's like the 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 what is it? The adage train a train a kid in the way that they should go or something like that. Train Not saying that these are like train a child. Yeah, yeah. Like these, I mean these ain't kids. I mean they grown. You know what I'm saying? Like it's important but for us young. to Yeah. And I I mean, like, this would have been super helpful for me because as we, some of us kind of get thrown into the field. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, it was being an orientation leader or working with orientation and then groups where I was like, okay, I know that I want to do this for life, but I ain't know about no functional area. (laughs) Right. Like, I didn't know what NASPA was or ACPA. Like, I had no idea about these professional, you know, associations and like how higher ed actually worked. 
So had I had that, I think that I could have been a little more intentional with, you know, when it came down to choosing a grad program Mm. or what my assistantship experience is going to be like, or just like different professional experiences outside of IU, what would eventually be IU, because that's where I ended up going. But like, this is super helpful. So very true. So if you know about ACPA, yeah, I about to say clearly want to talk about ACPA. Um, So if you know anyone that is interested in uh, going to the Next Gen Conference, uh, a student leader that's coming or whatever, um, be sure to have them register. Um, Again, it's only for approximately 125 undergraduate students, so I'm assuming space is limited. um, So you might want to get those in um, ASAP. Uh, A couple more announcements on the ACPA front. Um, Like we said previously, there's only one month uh, remaining, 33 days and some hours specifically um, from the date that we recorded this podcast, of course, um, until the start of ACPA. Um, so if you haven't already registered or booked a hotel, um, please do so. There are four partnering hotels with ACPA 19 this year. Um, if you look around at um, uh, the ACPA website, you'll see that two of the four hotels are completely booked solid. And so, um, you know, of course, there are other hotels in the area. But if you want to be up close personal with the action, you know, you want to you want to make sure you got the hotel on lock. You're not trying to get hit with those Uber fees. Come on. And I'm assuming it's expensive in Boston. I... Mm. Man, it's going to be... Co- yeah. Ooh. Come on. Ooh, um, speaking of hotels, uh, they still have the roommate matching process going on to help you kind of like alleviate some of those funds. Um, and so if you need a roommate, if you're just trying to, you know, split a room with somebody and just make sure that you don't got to spend as many coins as you will by yourself, um, go ahead and try to get in that roommate matching process. Okay. So we're going to hop right into the pan highlights. Kicked off our Sawubona Award. Sawubona. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm greeting everybody like that when we get to ACPA. <laughs> gotcha. I'm very, very excited about it. Um, I'm getting attacked. I'm, I'm just glad this word has been brought into my vocabulary because it is so meaningful. So, not sad it. <laughs> so, the Sawubona Award series recognizes the work of individuals of African heritage and across various roles within higher education. So Sawabona itself is a Zulu greeting that in translation means I or we see you, which is literally something that we as black folks say all the time. So it's super fitting. Um, we do be saying it all the time. I see we you, fam. Do. Sawabona, we do. fam. <laughs> Sawabona, you fam. Hit him, you hit them with that, they're going to be looking at you like uh, them African students were in Mean Girls. <laughs> she went up to them talking about Jumbo. Jumbo. <laughs> they was like, girl, if you don't get... <laughs> She thought she she thought that was the one. Thought she was about to relate. <laughs> um, so it is an Sawabona is an acknowledgement of another's existence and that we witness and understand their presence. So in every moment, we know that members of the Pan African community continue to be trailblazers on their campus, leaders in their communities, and are committed to champion issues and advocate advocate for the needs of the Pan African culture. So for all they do, we want to acknowledge them and let them know that we see you. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to talk a little bit about what the awards are and like what would be the appropriate criteria to nominate somebody. So the Campus Partnership and Collaboration Award recognizes strong examples of collaborative efforts that have led to support and growth on a campus community. 
Leadership will um, intend to recognize those who increase leadership opportunities and professional development within the organization and within the field of higher education. Programming will intend to recognize those who create and or facilitate impactful and intentional initiatives that highlight and or mirror the core values of the Pan-African Network. And I'm going to just read them again just for fun. Read them again. Educational leadership, collaboration, fellowship, advocacy, professional development, and mentoring. Talk about getting something tatted. That's going to be on my white hip. Research and scholarship. This category intends to acknowledge those who advance scholarship and careers in higher education and student affairs and conduct research regarding trends. Cool. And so uh, get, these are the these are the four, one, two, three, four <laughs> remaining um, awards that are open for the Sawabona Awards. We already had two pass or yeah, we already had two pass um, mm-hmm. by the time you listen to this podcast. Um, so if you if you fit the bill and you want to nominate yourself, go ahead and nominate Please. yourself, fam. And, and if you are someone who is um, or trying to nominate someone else, go ahead and nominate them as well. Make some moves. And everything's going to be all good. Uh, coming at you next, uh, Pan <coughs> is hosting a webinar on Wednesday, February 27th at 12 p.m., Eastern Standard Time, um, addressing food and housing insecurities in higher education. So as we know, our college students are facing a number of challenges today, few of which um, being an increase in housing and food insecurities. Um, As we prepare to engage in service for the Boston community at the 2019 ACPA convention. um, Yeah, so this 60 minute webinar will occur on Wednesday, again, February 27th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, The amount of like like food pantry types of programs and stuff that have like come about over the past, like even like two, three years on campuses that like I'm just aware of just because like proximity is crazy. I was just about to say, yeah, it's real. It's like, it's not something to be taken lightly at all. And they be struggling to keep, them stopped like people really people really have a need for those services so it's like i'm glad they're there um and just whatever we can do to yeah. continue to support them and housing insecurity like i mean i work in housing and we have students all the time that for breaks they are like you know i can't go home <laughs> so you know just stuff and then you got to pay to stay on campus and yeah. then like all the stuff. We just had this conversation as a department. Like, how is that? What is going to be like, the equitable the summer, choice? Yeah. All the things. Yeah. We got to um, do something to help, help yeah, make that sure, more equitable. Sure. Uh, speaking of providing some resources to, to do some things and to help some people out, Pan is about to do some community service. Yeah. Gonna talk about it. This is actually. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> This is no because this is super exciting to me. Um, I love, I love like competition type things. Even though it's not a competition, I think it's really cool that every region has one thing or a couple things mm-hmm. that they're like supposed to contribute. So let me just. Oh, this is so exciting. Okay, so as y'all may know, um, every mm-hmm. year Pan engages in a convention service project, and so since we were talking, we were just talking about housing insecurities and all of these things, we're going to be packing some care bags for those in need in the Boston community, um, and we can't do it alone because how many of us is on board? 18? 19, something 19, like that. It's so. deep. But we can't do it by ourselves. We need everybody 
um, across the country and whoever's coming internationally to contribute to this. So here's this is the map. Let me just go ahead and break it down for y'all. So okay. (laughs) The ad libs, I live for them. So Pacific and international regions. So my Cali's, my uh, Washington State. Washington State. You know, I had an argument about some. You know, we gonna say that for later. Anyway, (laughs) Washington State is on the West Coast. Everyone. Hand wipes and powder are needed from your region. Y'all better go ahead and pick you up some Lysol wipes, some disinfectant, some uh, all that. Facts. And some powder. And some powder. Do people still use powder? Baby powder? Like, do you have powder? I got some baby powder. I don't have none. <laughs> do I need to get some? <laughs> <laughs> for, what, for what reason does one use powder unless you have babies? No. <laughs> Very true. No, it's, I don't have... Hey, I ain't got no kids. I just want to... Throw it up just, there. I ain't got no kids. Well, um, but, you know, did did we? New listeners may not know. I, I knew no that. Okay, sorry, listeners. I assumed. I jumped the gun. <laughs> um, uh, People use it for, like, sweat or, like, just oh, heat. Oh, you are. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've seen, like, multiple, um, like, bald dudes, like, put baby powder on the head with a hat on. And it, like, mm. helps them out with the sweat and stuff. Okay. I'm learning something because... I ain't had no powder in my house in a long time, but okay, yeah. So bring the hand wipes and powder. Uh, Pacific and international regions, Rocky Mountain region, Colorado, and them, and them, Idaho, <laughs> Idaho, Montana. Mm-hmm. We need y'all to come with the notepads and the pens, mm. the paper and the writing utensils. That's mm-hmm. what we need from y'all. So get on it. Hey, Southwest. Oh, I'm sorry. When I was in uh in elementary school and I ain't had no something to write with. I'll go to people and be like, hey, man, you got a pen and pencil writing utensil. You got a pen and pencil writing utensil oh. on your player. <laughs> I thought I was too funny with that. People would low-key be annoyed. They'd be like, man, shut up, man. Bring your I own pens to, to class. I literally used to despise kids like that. Like, why mm. are you not prepared? <laughs> Me and Anthony wouldn't have got along in grade school. Not know? at all. I would have had to roast them. Okay. Um, Southwest region. Texas. Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Who else down there? Arizona, Arkansas. or is is that Southwest? Oh, that ain't Southwest. That's like Arizona and them. You right? You right? Yeah, I'm like is Nevada down there. Nevada, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I don't know. I don't know geography. Uh, y'all know where y'all at? Geography, <laughs> but you know, there's a map in the newsletter, correct? Yes. Okay, cool. So refer to that because we just spitballing here. Um, but anyway, we need that region to bring tissue and hand sanitizer. Mm. Um, Midwest, that's us. What we got to bring? We got to bring lotion, feminine hygiene products, and deodorant. Hey, if it's two things that I stay, deodorized and not ashy. And <laughs> not ashy. I should have said deodorized and moisturized. Pen, I was thinking that's where you were going. Okay, not the last part. <laughs> Let me get through this thing before people forget what they're supposed to bring. Northeast region, New York, uh, Boston, Joyce C. Y'all got to bring socks, gloves, and hand warmers. And y'all should have plenty of that because it's cold mm-hmm. up there. <laughs> um, and then the southeast region, so my Florida, my Georgia, uh, all, all of y'all folks down there, toothpaste and toothbrushes. So this is super exciting. It is. Can you run through Everybody? the list real quick one more time? Because I was Absolutely. being a little obnoxious. I apologize, it's, listeners. It's okay. We we were just, you know, flexing our geography skills when mm-hmm. we was paying attention mm-hmm. in class. All right. So Pacific and international regions need hand wipes and powder. Rocky Mountain region needs notepads and pens. Southwest region, y'all are charged with bringing tissue and hand sanitizer. Midwest region, we come in strapped with the lotion, feminine hygiene products, and deodorant. Uh, 
Northeast region, we really not really need y'all to roll deep with the socks, gloves, and hand warmers. And Southeast got to pull up with the toothpaste and toothbrushes. Mm. Sound good? Sound good to me. All right, I might as well get on my stuff tomorrow before this cold kicks in because, uh, mm. So I'm serious. So when, once we get to convention, we'll have a room where we can drop off um, all the items during the day or you can bring them to the pan open business meeting um, and we'll take some time to pack up the bags. And our goal is to pack at least 95 care bags to commemorate the 95th annual ACPA convention. So please, please, please be sure to keep these items on your packing list as you prepare to join us in Boston. We really want to reach our goal of at least 95 bags. You know, it really don't take much just to throw an extra, <clears throat> extra thing of toothpaste and a toothbrush in your in your bag, mm-hmm. or even for the Midwest folks, I have ample travel lotions that <laughs> I think no. I will bring. I think I'll be bringing those to the uh, no, to convention like for sure, for sure. Um, speaking of, Pan is just trying to give. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's hey, what, what's our what's our mission? What's all that? Let me scroll scroll back Here up to the top real quick. <laughs> Talking about. Advocacy, collaboration, fellowship, education, leadership, professional development, and mentoring. We're doing all that through, through, these, through these little initiatives. Um, yes. And the one that I want to talk about real quick is pan it forward. Let's give this bread. Um, so, you know, professional development funds are not created equal. Um, some of y'all, you know, going to convention free of charge. And well, that's fantastic. Know. Some of y'all is uh, going to convention and all you're doing is charging. Because you... <laughs> Because you just, you know, you don't got the professional development. And that's cool. And that's cool. Uh, the Pan-African Network is deeply committed to supporting our members by providing funding for convention attendance. Um, this campaign is in place to raise money for Pan members, scholarships to assist them with convention funding, um, registration, hotels, food, travel, all the things. Uh, members will have an opportunity to apply for scholarships prior to convention, and a committee will review applications. Um, again, with an increased demand for space where PAN members are able to be in community. And we do have a lot of that for y'all. Um, I'm really excited about the convention lineup and specifically the PAN um, events that we're hosting. Me too. Um, and I'm actually going to get there on time this year. So There we go. Um, <laughs> so with the increased demand for space where PAN members are able to be in community and a decrease in institutional funding and support, um, we are hopeful that you will donate um, a few dollars across a collective group of donors means a whole lot. Um, and so we definitely encourage you to do so. Um, so as of January 28th, 2019, we have 11 supporters and we've raised $565. Great. Wow. Um, that is $35 off of our um, of what we raised last year of $600. And then that's almost uh, half of what our goal is. Our goal is to double that. Um, so we would like to be at uh, $1,200 by the time we get to convention. Um, and so right now, again, we're recording this podcast on January 28th. So there are 35 days left. Uh, so by the time you listen to it, let's just take out seven. So there'll probably be around uh, 28 days left to to donate. Um, so we really hope that, you know, you spare a few dollars. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be a very large amount. I mean, me personally, I gave $10. I was like, you know. That's what I can give. Let me get. You know, we get paid on we get paid on Friday. We do get paid on Friday. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But you get paid on Thursday. Well, you get get paid paid the last weekday of every month. Oh, we get paid the Mm -hmm. first of every month. Okay. Yeah. Sure, you get your check early. I mean, I know I'm gonna hit up for money on the last day. Wow. Um, (laughs) When I got four dollars in my account. Right. 
Um, so we just want to make sure that, uh, again, we're providing opportunities for our membership to be able to come experience ACPA for all that it is um, and to be a part of the Pan-African Network. Um, so again, if you are feeling so inclined to donate, we definitely encourage you to do so. Um, the donation link is on all of our social media. Um, but if you need it again, um, we will post it in the bio for this episode. Yay. Um, yeah. And then last but not least, uh, Jelly and I always like to end the podcast off with some, you know, some more conversational. Um, and we're going to talk about the theme for this, for this year with Pan, um, which is radical black love. Um, that's something that our, uh, fearless leader, um, the honorable, um, also known as Dr. Jasmine Lee. (laughs) Um, has kind of like charged us to to consider when uh, creating programming when creating flyers or like social media posts or just how we interact with each other Um, and just to reflect real quick on what does that mean for us so jelly what is what is radical black love what has it meant since you started paying um so the first thing I always think of, like literally when Jasmine first asked me, I thought of All Black Lives Matter. Um, and I say that because, of course, the Black Lives Matter movement came. Um, but I think that sometimes in the community we can um, separate ourselves. And so I don't truly think that you can be for black liberation unless you're for the liberation of all black people. And so that's queer black folk, that's disabled black folk, that's poor black folk. Um, everybody that, you know, some kind of slips into the shadows and so when you think about advocacy education and learning and all of those things I just try to keep that in mind as I'm like really trying to um be a champion for like all of these causes that impact us as a community um so that's one piece um I think that with anything that you love you have to hold them you have to hold it accountable Mm -hmm. and so um Radical black love to me is like being able to walk and chew gum at the same time so like while you can understand like the plight of black people because we have been so um scrutinized in society um especially in american society also you when when we mess up as we inevitably will do we have to hold each other accountable so i think about r kelly right and this whole thing about well why is it coming up now and all of a sudden i'm like oh it matters not like Mm -hmm. it, it really doesn't matter and yes there are other people doing what r kelly is doing um, but that doesn't make it better. That doesn't make it okay. And then my next question is, because most of the time it's about white men that are doing the same thing. And it's like, so you want to be treated like a white man in society. That's what I'm hearing, you know, when you don't want to hold um, each other accountable, which doesn't necessarily equate to, I guess, what the end goal is for us. Um, so I think about that and just not being afraid to hold ourselves accountable um, because it's coming from a place of love. Um, grace, because again, we will all mess up. Um, but like, as we kind of bump heads through this journey, being able to forgive and, and, uh, reevaluate and then just showing up, like, I think that, uh, Soldier Boy, I didn't listen to his interview, but I read about it on Twitter. Drake. Right? Between. <laughs> the one who was between... hiding the kid from the world, but the world from having the kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That, when I tell you that meme is going to circulate the rest of the year, it is so funny. Yeah. My favorite one. Uh, we pride ourselves here on diversity and inclusion. Diversity. Diversity. <laughs> <laughs> institutions was shook um but like him and ray j have gone on uh breakfast club recently and talked about like new ideas that they have 
entrepreneurial stuff and people laughing at them and uh, I think Soulja Boy made the comment of like you'll support so and so for this but you'll support so and so for that but you won't support your own and I feel like that's really important so just showing up whether it be financially emotionally physically whatever that may be just like really really coming through for each other and not just doing it because it's quote unquote the thing to do but like because it's the right thing to do Mm. so that's what I think about these days when I (laughs) when I'm reflecting on radical black love in my spare time that's that's really reflective, dude. Yeah, that's really. Reflective. I mean, we've had some months. <laughs> we we have had some months. Um, yeah, I think I think with radical black love, uh, the biggest thing that came out to me, uh, similar to you, was just like the whole like all black lives matter types of thing. Like, yeah, I feel like there's there's a lot of people um, who like pick and choose, you know, like when to show love or um, who to show love to and stuff like that, based on like whatever aspects of their life or whatever mm-hmm. um but this really has challenged me to like think like how how am i being that person that's kind of like being exclusive with like how i like um care or like show love for another person specifically like a black person Absolutely. and how can i like stop that um yeah and then like i think that in itself um of just like you know loving and like being there for for someone is radical in itself Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, when everyone does it, it's like, oh, snap, like, this is really tight. And I think that's what Pan, yeah. um, and I think that's what um, the Honorable Dr. Jasmine Lee um, <laughs> was really, one of the things that she was trying to, like, push forth with this uh, was the the need for community um, and the need for us to to truly be there for each other and stuff. So um, I, I've always been like, dang, that's a really, that's a really good uh, idea, uh, the Honorable. And she'd be like, oh, you know, thank you, whatever, whatever. Oh, yeah, she was in her bag with that one. She was in her bag <laughs> with that one for I'm sure. I'm serious. Sure. Uh, speaking of in in their bag, um, before we close, uh, I just wanted to make a note that Angelica's rocking some fresh AirPods right now. And I've literally <laughs> been waiting on the right time to bring this up, talking about coins. She's, fl- I like, this is the first podcast where, like, she's had AirPods in. And she, it's just, like, a super <laughs> subtle flex. But on that note, um, it's been real. Um, this has been another episode of the Pan Fry Podcast. Again, it's your boy, Anthony Wright. <laughs> and it's Angelica Smith. Uh, we're going to catch y'all next time. You'll see Jelly and her uh, AirPods at convention. You got any last words to say to the people? Get out. Okay. And with that, we bid you adieu. Peace, y'all. Bye, y'all.